The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick. No food, no sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. Whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there. And shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them. So they went off and preached repentance. The twelve drove out many demons, and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. priest was taking a long bus trip. He was looking forward to a leisurely trip, so he decided to, as they say, go greyhound and leave the driving to us. He hoped hoped that no one would sit next to him so he could stretch out for a nap. No such luck. To make matters worse, the old fellow who crashed into the seat next to him wore dirty clothes. The old guy had not shaved or bathed for days. He kept rattling his newspaper, made strange noises. He even had a pint bottle in his breast pocket. Finally, he turned to the priest and in a whiskey breath whisper said, What causes this diverticulitis? The priest snapped back, Sir, I believe diverticulitis is caused by drinking to excess, not keeping oneself clean, wearing dirty clothing, and then not having for consideration for others. That's what causes diverticulitis. Oh, replied the man. A few miles down the road, the priest got to feeling guilty about his sharp reply. He leaned over. I'm sorry. I should not have been so rude. Tell me, how long have you suffered from diverticulitis? 
The old fellow perked up. Oh, I don't have diverticulitis. I was just reading here that the Pope has it. We never go anywhere alone. We all travel with someone or some things. Even homeless people carry some stuff with them. We do not go through life without anything. American Express Card wants us to never leave home without it. And they want us to think that all the stuff it can buy is priceless. We want our possessions. There are people we journey with. These people we travel with through life could be strangers. Even though we dip our fingers in the same holy water font every Sunday, we really don't know them. Or those we take on the road with us may not be the type of people we need to be traveling with anyhow. There are some traveling companions who sidetrack us. Peer pressure is not reserved for youngsters. And there can be some who can ride with us until they challenge us. Then we kick them out. There are certain things we drag along. As we drive through life, imagine what is in the trunk. It might be stashed with pride, anger, selfishness, envy, constant worries. So if we think of ourselves as travelers down the road of life, realize we are not alone. Everyone is loaded with things and with people we haul along wherever we go. Christians claim Christ is our companion. There is the saying, Christ is my co-pilot. Catholic life is supposedly centered on the person of our Savior. Our Lord sent the twelve apostles to preach the good news, and he instructed them not to take anything, nothing, no luggage, no money. Christ himself would be enough for them. That makes sense. Oh, if God is with you, you shouldn't need anyone or anything else. Yet we need to ask ourselves if we really think so. Christ can seem like little more than an imaginary character. We all know the story, the birth at Bethlehem, those miracles, the death on Calvary, the resurrection, the empty tomb. We know the story. We can read all the details in the Bible. You know, in public schools, it is illegal to read the Bible in school. But Indiana law requires the state to provide a Bible for every inmate in prison. Gee, if you can't read the Bible in school, at least you'll get a chance to read it when you go to jail. But since we were children, we were told the stories. So to some, Jesus Christ can be about as real as Goldilocks or any other character in a book. Yet we claim Christ is alive, saying he is here with us. Christ is a real companion. The living Lord is with us. At times it may seem as if he is nowhere near, but the person of Jesus is right next to us, not a figure out of history. 
Our Lord sent his apostles out telling them to take basically nothing. He was mysteriously right there with them. And it all worked out. We live in a world where some believe God is dead. Or if he is along for the ride, he needs to keep his mouth shut. We need to ask ourselves if we believe Christ is real. Many Christians are actually practical atheists. They claim to believe in God, but they act as if there is no God. You know, Clarence Darrow, the uh, scientist embroiled years ago in the controversy over, over evolution, said, I don't believe in God because I don't believe in Mother Goose. God is a storybook character. No, no. Our faith proclaims the Holy Eucharist is the living presence of the person Jesus. But just in case he isn't there, we bring along some other stuff on life's journey. We drag around worry, pride, money, possessions, more than everybody else has. And if God fails, well, then this stuff might make us happy. Yet Christ wants to be our companion in life. After Mass is over, we will move on through life this week. We've all got stuff to do. We will be with other people. We will carry with us our own attitudes, our own issues, worries, doubts, desires. We go through every single day with all those things seated next to us. But Christ needs to be in the driver's seat. He is more than a picture on the wall or a hero from the Bible. Jesus Christ is alive. And as it is on Greyhound, we will have a better chance of getting to where we need to go if we leave the driving to him. Let him take us for a ride. Let us recite our profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and 